<laughs> right? All the way back. I don't know nothing about that. Right, look, it don't matter. Uh, what's going on, kings, queens, and phenomenal beings? It is another episode of Feeling to Phenomenal Podcast, uh, giving you the game, giving you the information, providing you with inspiration, connecting you with resources. If you about that life, from going to Feeling to Phenomenal, I am your host, your reentry specialist. Uh, your uh, life coach, Coach T, and I'm joined by my brother who is on his own mission to, 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 to achieve all that it is that he wants to achieve because he is no longer tied down by the label of felon. He is phenomenal. Give it up for Terry. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get the sound effects here. I'm <laughs> Hey, we good for that with the sound effects you got right now. I was about to, I was about to join you on that sound effect thing right now. I almost beat you. You, you, you beat me to the point though. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, like you didn't know when I was gonna come in. You know when I was ready for it, man. What? Uh, I kind of see. I see the punchline coming in. See, I was about to jump in. Hey, look, you. I was freestyling. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. Uh, I, I do. Come have... on, wait a minute. Come on, don't act, don't act like you don't know how to freestyle. The freestyle game used to go when you know somebody flow, but they about to come in, you about to say the word with man back. Come on, see, you don't act like you don't remember. <laughs> well, look, I, look, everybody may not be as good a freestylers as you know somebody from Houston, Texas. You know, I free, I freestyle is different. You know, it's definitely fun and entertaining. But anyway, before we get too far off on the tangent, I uh, just wanted to say I, I, I may have a guest joining us. If not, it's okay because I got a topic for today. You hear me? Man, it is a good one too. Look, I can't wait. He might he might interrupt it, but we can catch it up. I might ask his opinion on it if he tap in anyway. So let me let me find it. So it's a guy by the name of Liddell Grant. You familiar with the story you heard about Liddell? No. All right, we're about to get into it. Okay. So, a uh, Texas man, 46 years old, previously exonerated in a fatal stabbing that he did not commit, exonerated by the Innocence Project, uh, for a crime that happened in like 2010, uh, got exonerated in 2019, uh, has now been arrested for deadly shooting in a road rage incident. <laughs> this ain't even funny. What? It's funny, but it's funny. So. I'll read a little bit more of the highlights. A Texas man who was exonerated for a 2010 stabbing uh, outside of a bar. Uh, he was not guilty. Like I said, the Innocence Project, you know, helped him, you know, find finding other evidence, bring him from being, uh, you know, the prime suspect or being charged with the crime. But here we are. I meant to look up to see if they even gave him a check for his time of being uh, unlawfully arrested. Right, you know that's the next route that they take. Uh, let me see, Grant has been running his own. Oh, his defense 
is now arguing that uh, he was running his own home cleaning business for the last six months and had been helping his mother. But granted, he's just been out since 2019. Uh, but yeah, here we are, 2023. He shot and killed somebody in a road rage incident. So well, before I add any more context or details of my opinion, you just hearing that story, my guy. <laughs> what comes to mind? <laughs> Because boy is not phenomenal. He is just a felon, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely that. I don't see... Man, I don't know. There's a lot of things that come to mind when when that pops up. That's that's crazy right there. Like, how can you manage to get yourself into situations? For one, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. How did you even? Okay, well, let me go ahead. Let me just add a couple of things in there. So, okay, he was exonerated, and 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 the Innocence Project helped him, you know, get out. Um, right. I haven't done all my research, but from a re- a source that I have, no, he didn't commit the crime that the Innocence Project helped him be free from, but he did have priors before that one. So all I'm saying is Innocence Project, holla at me, because obviously y'all need a tool like Fell Into Phenomenal to be able to decipher if the people that y'all helping are of the character and quality of someone who should re-enter society after prison, probation, and parole. Because yeah, he didn't, he wasn't guilty of that crime, but he was guilty. Right. And then and- the fact that he comes out and wants to have a gun that means you're not about change, sir, because that's absolutely a not. Because that's the first thing I'm like, what are you doing with a gun? You but, shouldn't even be in a situation like to that. To be honest, if he's fully exonerated, I mean, I think he has priors. I don't think that it, I don't think that uh, explains his past. So therefore, um, so you don't know his priors. I don't, yeah, I don't know for sure if he should not have had a gun um, or whatnot, but. Yeah, so just hold that, and uh, I'm gonna bring in my guests. See, my guests have popped in the chat, and uh, I'm gonna throw them in here. So, what's going on, people? People, welcome, welcome to the chat, Mr. Dwayne Roberts. Man, he is a fellow extreme execution coach, and I've met this young man, and we have collaborated, and he has an event on April 22nd that is online, and I would like any of you and all of you to register and come get some of this information and inspiration inspired by the mind by the brilliance of my brother Dwayne Roberts what's going on my man what's happening fine folks man that's a fabulous intro man that's way too much I'm I'm humbled to be here man I appreciate it how you doing I'm good man uh introduce you to my co-host Terrence that's my brother What's nice happening, to Terrence? Same here, brother. Not much. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Well, we'll definitely get into what you got going on and a little bit more about you. But we were talking a little bit about the, uh, what is it? Liddell? Liddell. Yeah, yeah Liddell Grant situation here, here in uh, Houston, Texas. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. Tell me more. Okay, so there's a guy, uh, uh, Liddell Grant, age 46. He was 
exonerated from a murder that happened in 2019. He was exonerated. I mean, sorry. The murder happened in 2010. Uh, he did about seven years in prison, seven or eight years. He was exonerated in 2019. Uh, but within the last week here, he uh, murdered a man out of road rage. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was exonerated through the Innocence Project. And we were just kind of talking about, you know, the, the, the ins and outs of how that happened. Because I was saying that Innocence Project needs a program like Felon to Phenomenal to facilitate character of the individuals that they're helping. Because word is that Mr. Grant had priors. So even though he wasn't guilty of that particular murder, he was guilty of something and they have to have a better way of assessing if somebody's really ready to re-enter society and put their past behind them. Yeah, so I just no, thought no. that was a wild factor, man. Now he actually killed somebody. You know what? The first the the first time you said that to me, I missed the fact that he was incarcerated for those seven years. So being that he was in incarcerated for seven years and being exonerated and making that mistake that is very very like wow that's crazy i know it's a lot to process this, right what it is know? a lot to process because wow i mean i don't know I, I mean yeah it is you're right you guys right it is a lot to process right but and, and i like what you said and it should be a process to make sure that uh people are going back into society uh equipped and prepared right but then too um th this is a this is a personal journey each step that we take each day uh is about at least from my perspective is getting better what can i do today to be better than i was yesterday and if you never do the work um regardless of what you didn't do uh it can come back to haunt you because you lack some simple principles and values uh for yourself Oh, absolutely. Come on, coming in and dropping jewels early. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I hate it. I hate I hate to hear that, that type of story, man, because um I'll be I don't want I don't want to see nobody behind um locked up. Um that's not a place for anybody. I got it. We we got uh this this world out here is cruel and and yes, uh this is checking second chance month and I believe in giving people giving people opportunity and at the same time, yes, sometimes you're gonna have to pay the price for uh for some of the mistakes that you've made, you know. But uh when moving forward, I think that you at the same time, uh you're gonna have to implement uh what's most important. Is it having my having it my way or is it uh being able to support and be here for the ones I love the most? Right. Okay, absolutely. Well, it sounds like he has some some emotional management to take care of to be uh, reacting off a of road rage with with uh, violence like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sound like it's some bitterness and some frustration that was built up in those seven years for him being incarcerated. Well, he's been those. out for four. He's been out for four, and I'll, I'll double check because I do believe with the Innocence Project, sometimes you get money. I'll double check to see if he even got cut a check you know for 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 the wrongful conviction well uh, yeah he probably did do get uh get a check for for the wrong wrongful conviction oh, but definitely. uh not being able to process um i mean i got it it's one thing to have money but you don't know what to do with that kind of money you know and I, don't, right. I don't care if it is six figures uh or, or, or five figures if you ain't had no money in a few years man it ain't gonna take long for that thing to go and now you back in the predicament 
and he never he may have never had the resources or utilized the resources let's just put it that way maybe he lacked utilized the resources that was available because he was comfortable with where we where he was absolutely i think that's a good point right there Dwayne, because uh that's one thing that uh, people fail to realize is that because the first point that you made is that it takes you as an individual first to take that first step and desire to have a personal change the resources is there it might not be the way that you want it it might not be what you think that it should be and it might not be as beneficial as it i have taken taken eight eight classes multiple times and yet fail to realize every time on how generally the information that they was given was beneficial to a person's life knowing that addiction itself is just a substance period alone that it caused a person to lose control over your own life and that's one of those things so if he wasn't taking advantage in those seven years with those resources when he came home with that money and getting that freedom he showed himself not ready for society and yeah. fit yes and wh why they need a coach see in they like <laughs> ah, well that's good we, we, we gonna talk about coach Dwayne right now man i want the, oh want the people to get to know you a little better man so uh yeah tell, tell us a little bit about your journey and how you came affiliated with you know people re-entering society and a little bit about yourself my man all right i appreciate it thanks man again um it's fabulous to be here um just a little bit about me man uh shucks, where do i start let's go let's keep it simple right <clears throat> I, uh shucks i'm a vet let's i'm a veteran man and while on active duty i caught a a, a felony charge man that uh three years um conviction i served 60 days behind bars uh, but uh it was in that moment for myself personally um i had a god awakening moment and uh i can hear the lord speaking to me asking me what ask, what do you see and i looked around the, the pod and i was like man i see men and uh, he said, what else do you see? I said, I see men with potential. <clears throat> and uh, in that, I'm, I'm, you know, he said, what else do you see? And, uh, you know, not, not really coming up with too many answers. I realized that at that moment, at that time, that I was one of those men with potential behind bars, you know. Um, and I'll be honest, that wasn't where I really wanted to be. That, I realized that there had to be more for myself in life, man. So uh, coming off of active duty, I decided to, uh, you know, figure this thing out called purpose. You know, what 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 does purpose look like in my life, man? Um, sitting on the back of the porch, frustrated, aggravated, annoyed with uh, the system, um, the inability to find work, um, feeling like the resources wasn't there. Um, the truth and, and losing jobs. I mean, I, I think I lost about three jobs uh, once they 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 did the background check. Uh, see, you had a felony charge. You lose, you lost a job. One job I had been on for almost uh, twelve months, moving up the ranks of supervisors, lead positions to supervisors, moving up into management position, and it was like, you know, you know what, we, you got to go, you know, um, and that was one of the drawing points. Uh, matter of fact. The last job I, I actually had, it was uh, I lost it like three days before Christmas. And I simply recall walking out of the door and I looked up to the heavens <laughs> and uh, I just looked up and I 
you know, where you enough is enough. I don't know what else to do. That was the look I had. I didn't know what else to do. And, and this is what I was doing. I was looking up and I was like, I guess you got something else for me because I don't know what else to do. Uh, sitting on my back porch, broke, hurt, embarrassed, um, feeling like a failure. I was trying to drink myself into a stupor. I was drinking America's finest, Bud Light. I was smoking. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was smoking a black and mild wood tip. Uh, and and I was rolling a fatty. I, I, I mean, I was just trying to I was trying to to waste away the wounds. I didn't want to feel the pain. I didn't want to feel the hurt. I felt insufficient. Um, I felt less than. I'm married. How am I going to provide for my family? I got three beautiful girls. Um, what are they going to What do they think about their dad not able to provide or give them the things that they wanted? Um, all of this was uh, just going through my head, man. And uh, I was listening to the tunes of Otis Redding. Y'all remember that joint, uh, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay? Yeah, I was listening to them tunes, man. And there's a little version in that song, The Hook, where he says, uh, I real I'm sitting on the dock of the bay wasting time. And that's when it clicked for me. That uh, I just was allowing my way, my time, my, my life to pass me by. The truth was I had no goal. I had no aim. I had no vision for life, you know. Um, I ran in the house and I wrote three words down and these were the changing factors for my life. Vision, plan, execute. Uh, from that point to the today, man, I, I've had a vision. I run an organization called Men of Vision Colorado uh, for formerly incarcerated men, helping them in personal development, helping them in leadership development, things of that nature. Um, because I believe that when you begin to lead yourself well, because it starts with the man in the mirror, you'll be able to lead those that you love the most well. You'll be able to lead and make the impact in your community that you desire. And so that's what I do, man. That's who I am and this is what I do. Man, I appreciate you so much for digging deep a little bit and, and sharing the, the, the struggles that you had, man. That's what people really need to hear, man. We don't have these these real conversations and, and especially men being vulnerable like that and, and, and sharing you know, you didn't know what to do and, and you were partaking in everything, but you know, you caught messing, still in tune and still paid attention because deep down you wanted more. Um, and, and that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. So what what's the organization again? I'm trying to uh, Men of Vision Colorado. Men of Vision Colorado. All right, and that's in Denver, Colorado, you're in Denver? I'm in the Springs. I'm in Colorado Springs. Okay, Colorado Springs. Yeah, we're about 45 minutes out of out of Denver. So, let like, tell me how, how men of vision. How, how did that birth? And uh, what, what is the vision for the men? The men of vision. Man, that's a good question. Um, how did it it, it it birth out of being broken? It it birth it birth out of locating and identifying purpose for life. Um, that's how it birth. Um, the vision is to reach a million men. Um, to help them impact and find find a purpose uh, for life. I literally believe that men lack vision uh, because they can't see where they want to go. Um, they have, uh, they, they don't, let's just say this, they don't have a vision for themselves. And many of these men that come out of incarceration are, are married. They got families, ready? If you ain't got a vision for yourself, you ain't got a vision for your family. You live in life aimlessly, you know? Um, you ever woke up on a Saturday morning and ask yourself, man, what we gonna do? 
everybody looking at you for something to do and you like i don't know that's because you don't have a vision you had no plans you had no goals uh you just waking up every day going through the motions um and so it's about helping men find purpose um find, find uh, uh identify who they truly are um by by digging deep being vulnerable asking the hard questions and be willing to be transparent and honest and say, Hey, you know what? I don't know. And, Cause I believe that I believe not knowing is, is okay. It's okay. Not to know. The problem is it's, it's not knowing, but not doing anything about it to know <laughs> you can't stay. You can't stay in that position. You're going to have to try to figure out something. Absolutely. Absolutely. man. What you got something to you? Yeah. I have a question. 90 days in you said you spent for your felony correct correct well, uh, about 60 days it was actually 60 days 60. Yeah. okay about 60 days that, that's yeah. still a long time my my question is while you was there what clicked like what what did you experience what did you feel what did you think when you were there those 60 days that you was like this is not the place for me <laughs> uh i'll be honest uh from the yeah. time i walked in i knew that wasn't the place for me you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna be 100. You know, okay. I'm a half. I talk. I tell people often, I'm a halfway crook. You know, yeah. I grew up in. I grew up in the hood. Yeah, I slow. I slung dope. Uh, I, I, I did it all. I robbed. I stole. You know, I, I carjacked. You name it, I did it. Right. Uh, but I did it because I was following people. I wasn't doing it because I was true to it. Can I? If I can, I'm a halfway crook. Is that all right? You know, and so so when I went into when I got into the, to the county lockup, uh, it didn't take long because I'll be honest, I, I was a, um, I, I was a military dude. I was a veteran. Ready? My mom literally picked me up from my house uh, one day. I came some years ago. She literally picked me up from the crib, took me with her one day and said, hey, we're going to the recruiter office. This was like on a Thursday. I went down to the recruiter station. Uh, I passed the ASVAB. Monday morning, I was in uh, uh, South Carolina going to basic training. Literally, that's that's just a short story, right? The day I left, the day she came to pick me up, I had two two duffel bags. I, don't, well, I ain't gonna let I me mean, not incriminate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, you, I, I was thugging. I I, I was in it deep. The day she picked me up, you know what I'm saying? To take me with her. Um, and and I, I walked away from everything because the truth of the matter, I had a childhood vision for myself. I had always seen myself going into the military. I always knew that was something I wanted to do. Um, I just I just grew my environment. Everything around me um, caused me to do what everybody else was doing in life versus finding right. myself. That's real good. That's real good. Yeah, that's real good. That's real what? good. Right there. That sounds like everything that, that your ministry is pinpointing. For one, yeah. the, the first thing you said, that, you know, in the moment that you got there, you recognized who you was and who you wasn't. Then you was reminded after that of what you seen yourself before you became, I don't really want to use the word corrupted, but conditioned by the environment that you grew up in that kind of taught you that this is the way that you have to live and survive in life. And from that point on, you was like, how can I get back to that point of what I seen myself or what I seen for my life before this? That's real good. And yeah. and I and, and I say that because, you know, you know, I, I have a criminal background. I did, I did 
man, I did eight years flat. And I've been in and out of the county numerous times, consecutively. And, you know, a lot of people would brag about the certain length of time that they would go in and the shortage of someone else's time. But when I did those eight years, every day that I woke up in that penitentiary, I felt like I did the first day I walked in there knowing that I wasn't going to leave for a nice significant amount of time. So when you sharing that authentically and honestly about that, that it doesn't take numerous times in order for it to change what's deep down inside of you that you know is to be and what is not to be, man, it's good for people to hear. That, that's really why I wanted to ask that question because I'm oh. trying to get a good understanding on that too. That's real good. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I hadn't even thought about it from that point of view, what you just, uh, how you explained it to me. Um, but yeah, it's true. I've, I always knew where, I always had something I knew I wanted to do from a childhood. I mean, think about it. Uh, many of us uh, wanted to be little police officers uh, or doctors or a firefighter or something, right? Um, I just remember as a kid, man, I was rolling around with a stick in my hand playing G.I. Joe, you know? And so that is always, always been who I am. And so uh, when when moms came to, and took your boy to the to the recruiter, uh, it, it was a no brainer for me. It was literally a no brainer. It was what I wanted to do. The problem was um, I was so stuck in my environment. I was I kept doing things the way everybody else kept doing them. And I wouldn't challenge myself to push out of the environment. Somebody had to come take me and pull me out of the environment. That's good. That's real good. So when you start to make your transition, what were your tools? What were your resources that that you reached out for or that somebody shared to you to kind of facilitate that mindset change? Because you just said it right there. You you wanted to, but you didn't even have the 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 strength to push yourself out. So now making that transition, shoot, how how do how do how do, how did you do it? How did I do it? The pain, man. The pain was enough. It was unbearable enough that uh, the truth of the matter is I didn't want to fail my wife um, who already who was already embarrassed, who was already hurt, who was already dealing with her own issues because of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and then needless to say, I didn't want to fail my kids. I didn't want to fail my kids. So um, it that that me pulling, getting myself together and pulling myself together uh, was, was uh, I, I, I want to say it was easy. It just was a made up mind. It was I'm not doing I'm not going down that route, that road. That's not the life I want to live. Um, the very essence when when I joined the military, the, the yeah, that when I joined the military, I literally left that environment behind. What I mean by that, I left the bricks, I left the money, I left the environment. I never went back. The day I took the ASVAB, passed the ASVAB, uh, Monday morning, I was on a flight. Ready? I didn't even go get no clothes. I, I grabbed nothing. I I went, I literally ran from that, that environment because I knew what I wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately unfortunately um i still wasn't the person i needed to become while on active duty <laughs> you know what i'm saying because I, while I, I was progressing i was doing well in, in the military you know but there was still there was still that 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 inkling of me who kept doing who wanted to be uh 
who still wanted to be connected to uh, the old me. You know, I, I didn't know what the new me didn't feel comfortable. The new me didn't all then uh, while I was doing great things, while I was I was serving my country, uh, the old me was trying to still do things the old the old way, you know. And you can't do you can't do new things with old mindsets, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you can't do new things with old mindsets. You're gonna have to develop the you're gonna have to tell, develop the outlook. And so, um, to your point, um, Coach T, um, I literally I just picked up a book. I picked up a book. The first book I read that uh, literally uh, opened my eyes to uh, what I can really do was a book by Mark Batterson in a pit on a cold, snowy day with a lion. <clears throat> well, that's um, the title? Yeah. In, in, in a, a pit, pit on a cold, snowy cold. day with a lion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, okay. That, that was the book that changed my life. That was well, that was the book that made me realize that uh, I can do anything if I put my mind to it, if I if I would go go after it. Well, a book with that title got all that in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a it's a pretty interesting read. I often share this with the guys I mentor and coach. And uh, the book talks about uh, this this amazing dude uh, who was part of King David's army by the name of Benai. He was a general in King David's army. And it's a small section in in the good book, right? About two scriptures that talk about him, two verses that talk about him um, and what he did. Um, but when you know his history, you know that he was actually a general in the King David's army. And it, I often ask myself, what would cause somebody to go chase after a lion? You know, um, when you think about chasing a lion, that's the that's the last thing anybody trying to do. Lions, lions are predators. You know, they not easy to even sneak up on. They know you there before you know you there. You, you know what? They know you there before you know they there. Whatever you know what I mean. And here's this guy in some sandals, uh, a miniskirt. You know, um, and he chasing after this lion. You know, um, and I asked myself, why would he do that? I believe the only reason that you chase after the lion is because you're trying to find your courage. You're trying to you're trying to find the courage to go after that big audacious dream, goal or vision in your life. You know, many of us are held or limited uh, about going after the things that's most important. Here, let me help you better understand that. I would have never went to the military if it wasn't for my mom. That was my that was my dream, my vision for myself as a kid, you know, and um, moving, um, trying to separate myself from my past and my uh, and move into a brighter future. I realized that you're going to have to go after some things that scare you. You're going to have to start putting some things together in your life uh, that's going to move you into purpose, you know, Um the end state of, of, of this, the book, when I when I really, if I had to put my own t twist on it, is that um, Benai found his courage. He went after the thing that he was probably the most scared of and wind up being the most fierce uh, um, military commander for King David because he chased after the thing that scared him the most. Okay, okay. Well, that's what's up, man. That's good. What you what you looking at, T? You got some, 
he, he called the Bible wrong. That's that's my Bible expert. What you say? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to check in with a Bible expert. He got all the resources. <laughs> like, if you're looking for a T, it's in Second Samuel. I just can't remember what chapter. It's a small. I quoted it in my head. That's why I was looking. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you was but a good. Was, okay, you was. A I good. was, I, and I was writing down in my. I look. Book. He was taking a mental note. He gonna go back and study that. He gonna. Go yeah, <laughs> it's only two. It's only two little uh, verses about this dude, man. But when you start, you look. If you start doing a search on who Benai was, you start understanding who he who he actually is. Um, so. Okay. Well, I'm definitely have to take that 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 book, man. He hit a nail on the head. He had his one book. I had to think about that. What what would be my life changing book? But so, while you were adding those 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 nuggets and and talking about the change, I want to talk about the next level success summit, man. We got to tell the people April twenty second online. Uh, hit up the, the the website. I'll put it in the in the in the, the description. But talk about how that came about, what you're going to have, how we're going to do it, and invite the people out, man. <laughs> all right. Thank you. L- listen, don't miss it. I'm, that's all I'm going to tell you. You don't want to miss this. The Next Level Success Summit. Um, we, we got five amazing uh, speakers coming. And, and Coach T, uh, not only is she going to DJ, but she's going she gonna to drop some knowledge on you too, right? Uh, but it's all about igniting your power. It's helping you tap into purpose and, and, and fulfill your potential, man. Um, so many, like I said, yeah, so many people are stuck, but most people just don't know where to start, right? We don't know where to start. So uh, the Next Level Success Summit, five facets to a fabulous future. Uh, we're going to help you get jump started on, on your faith, your future, uh, your family. We're going to look at these uh uh, your fitness we're going to look at these uh five f's and help you really uh, identify for yourself where do, where do i need to start and it doesn't matter where you want to start it's your choice you know if if your family's important for you uh you're gonna you're gonna get some simple principles tips and strategies that's gonna help you uh propel and take that next step in your life and, and that's what it's about, man. It, it's designed uh, to help the formerly incarcerated community, recovery community, veterans, uh, you individuals out there that's just saying, you know what, I want to make my next move in life my best move in life. Absolutely. And I just what, want to what, re- reiterate, oh, well, you hold your thought, you're going to remember to? Yeah. It's a quick reiteration. Because I just want to reiterate, man, uh, I, I introduced him before as my extreme execution brother and coach. Uh, also, uh, ET Game Changers. I mean, we are all affiliated, you know, with the number one motivational speaker in the world. This, this is the community that I'm grateful to be attached to and connected with. Not only uh, myself, Dwayne, and other people uh, that are part of the Next Level Success. Like, we do this. Like, we have been ready. We have uh, done our own time and our own transformation and just provide this information to our people, our communities who don't get it. Everybody gets it all the time, and it's free, people. It's free. So uh, go ahead, T. What time is the summit? Uh, the summit takes place uh, April 22nd at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you for that. Yeah, Mountain Standard Time. You can go over to the webpage, uh, and and, and and register I'll, I'll let you drop that in the link oh it's up there yep that's it oh yeah i got the web page up there right now but i definitely yeah. put it in the description when i post it on uh you know youtube and uh the uh 
the other places you can find the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And Coach T hit it on the nail on the head, man. Uh, we connected to a fabulous community, uh, Eric Thomas and Associates. Uh, and we've all, well, majority of the speakers been through the Game Changer program, and many of them are in the uh, Eric Thomas's Extreme Execution program. So uh, what I did was I went I went to go grab the best, the best of the best. They, they were trained by the best, and I knew that they would bring the they best, put their best foot forward in uh, supporting this. So I truly appreciate it, uh, Coach T, for your support, man. Absolutely, man. Glad to have you on here just to talk a little bit about, you know, what you got going on, how you impact your community, your family, your life. And uh, yeah, just sharing as much as we can with the people to let them know, look, you walking amongst people who have overcome the things that you struggle with every day. And I'm just trying to let you know we're here so you can reach out and get that support, get this information. Like, I know it's out of the norm. I know it's not what we ordinarily do. You know, I know you unfamiliar. I mean, those of you, but hit the link sign up and see like the unknown like there's possibilities like what what do we learn today uh uh embrace the infinite possibilities of success come on now you know what I'm that, that's from our training see yeah y'all think we don't get trained me, me and Dwayne, we we had a training at uh, six o'clock uh, uh today you know yeah. we, we become the student and then we become the teacher you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. that was a phenomenal training too yeah it, yeah. it really was so y'all can't get access to that y'all have to uh <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta uh get into your what is it the the you gotta get out the grasshopper stage and become the uh sensei <laughs> yeah, we, we're in our sensei stage y'all still grasshopper <laughs> you gotta get the wax on wax off down gotta get that, gotta get that joint down <laughs> come over there with uh, Mr. Miyagi and us. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you, you got any more questions for my boy Dwayne T? No, I don't have any more questions. Okay, you got any questions for us, man? Comments? How you feeling, uh, man? Uh, man, I'm feeling good, man. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I just love collaborating with people and those who uh, who do it great, man. And um, I know I've watched your show uh, numerous of times, a couple of times since we connected. And uh, th this is it's just rewarding. I've told you before, you and you and Terrence, they got a uh, phenomenal uh, chemistry. Um, and I love what you, uh, what y'all bring to the uh, to the people, man. It's it's uh, it's real. It's authentic. Um, and it, I promise you that you need to have this and this whenever you sit y'all can see it yep. get, get that pen and pad yep. man because you never know uh uh what you can take away what jewel you can take away and apply in your life man yeah. absolutely man i appreciate absolutely. that and i appreciate you man and that's all i got you got something to uh -uh. I'm all right man well shoot we're gonna wrap this thing up man. Right, right. This is beautiful, yeah. the registration go up uh for april 22nd hope to see all of y'all in the building to get that information uh and, and ignite your future and shout out to my guy Dwayne for joining us on the fell into phenomenal podcast and that's out They're like uh what i say uh be productive be impactful and use your mind i said i got to close that out a little better but the point is be critical thinkers okay come on <laughs> <laughs> once you start practicing it yeah, yeah i'll figure it out i'll figure it out but until next time